0: Welcome to this episode of Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me today is my friend Marshall. Hey guys. The uh, ever-loving Jeff. Hello. And the
1: quiet Seiji. Which makes this episode official.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. We're now in canon, a non-spinoff episode like last episode.
1: So get your
2: notebooks out. Yes, yeah. it's important. Yeah, We'll be on the test.
0: Jeff. What are we starting with today's guys? Which one of you wants to to be a go-getter? What segment are we going with?
2: Are we just going to cover some news.
0: We're going to cover some news. That's right. Let's do some news. Let's do it, Marshall. Oh, bring I'm it started. up, buddy. You're starting I'll start it. Okay. All right.
3: So earlier this week, on Tuesday, to be specific, Resident Evil Revelations 2 was released, and I picked it up. It's the first time the series has ever gone episodic. Bam. It's a, it's some big news. I mean, Resident Evil entries are are pretty big and this is a spin off but yeah but spin-offs can be uh, valid too as seen by the previous episode of bonus barrel that's true so the offs have their place in the world Mm-hmm. I have, I've, so I finished the episode yep I think it's going to be four episodes in total I have mixed feelings on it I mm-hmm. won't get too into it but what's the news the news is
0: that it was released oh okay yeah. well I got I got some backup news for you for the uh, Resident yeah. Evil one I guess apparently they cut local co-op from the Resident Evil Revelations 2 on the PC version and having played it, the game is built around co-op. Well, it's only offline, I guess. Okay, so here's from IGN. So Resident Evil Revelations 2 on Windows PC does not support offline co-play, co-op play in the campaign or in the raid mode. And then a Capcom Europe representative told IGN in a statement that the value, the feature was cut over quality concerns and to focus on single local play. The PC version of Resident Evil 2 supports a variety of customizable visual settings and resolutions, the decision to prioritize a single local screen was made to ensure a stable user experience across a variety of different PC settings and devices. Raid mode will support online co op shortly after launch, with a free patch is available for players to download, which adds to this feature. But the main campaign on PC will only be available and play in a single local screen. Hmm, How do you feel about that, guys?
2: I, I'm extremely disappointed. I hmm. love co op games, um, you know, sitting next to someone on the couch playing a game always a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they remove that from a game, to me, I don't think I'd get it. If they had it and they got rid of it, it just it doesn't appeal to me anymore.
0: What's frustrating is when um it's only on one platform. On a multiple platform release at the same time, the PC version is the only one that doesn't have what could be considered an essential feature to people who like that stuff. Yeah.
3: So I've played it and it's it's very much built around co-op where if you're playing it single player, you're switching between characters to for- perform tasks and solve little puzzles. So it sucks that they released that
0: or removed that from the the PC version. There's a stigma with PC gaming that all multiplayer is online, and that uh, most people don't do co-op with the PC. Mm-hmm. So they're probably thinking, you know, that's not really that big a loss. How many people are really going to play a local co-op yep. on a computer? Mm-hmm. Which this that's actually kind of a fair argument to make. Yep. But at the same time, it's still it still sucks to lose a piece that other fe- a feature that other. Port's have. So the console version has split-screen, and
3: I might play it split-screen, but really, I'd rather have the full screen for a survival horror game like this. So it's, I, if I play a co-op, it's going to be online anyway.
0: It's sad to see... I mean, it, this has been coming for years. Local co-op is, is a rare treat, I guess you could say, unless you're on a Nintendo platform, in which case there's, there's usually more of a chance of you seeing it. I mean, they, they focus on that anyways, so... It's kind of it's yeah it's a little sad to see that go away but much like manuals and and in the future probably physical copies it's all just disappearing.
2: That's that's rough for
1: the collectors. I the know <gasps>
0: it hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you got for news, for CG? You
1: know how in the latest uh, well I don't remember if this, this was the latest regular but I mentioned something about Sega and Nintendo and if Nintendo were to follow all the all the fan. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, the, the, the perfect example will be Sega. Mm-hmm. Now, this week there was a, a board, uh, a board of directors meeting or something like that. and They announced mm-hmm. they're gonna cut like three hundred employees. and They're gonna restructure uh, how Sega does stuff, and they're gonna focus on mobile and PC game development. And that's pretty sad, I think. I think so too, uh, because of of Sega's past.
0: It's kind of like Sega is one. Slow, long fall from where it was at its height. Now, no more consoles, no more first-party consoles, and now no consoles at all, uh, yeah. which is a bummer. Because you know, I, I still like Sega games quite a bit, and you know, you can still play them. I mean, PC and mobile are, are valid platforms, but as a console player, it kind of blows to me.
1: But there, you, there you go. I mean, why you have to sometimes focus on making good games rather than going for for where the money is at, because mm-hmm. they just so they have really strong IPs like they do. Like, let's say like like Sonic, right? Yep. But it's it's so the the prestige for for Sonic games is gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. They just made crappy game after crappy game. When yeah. you
0: think Sonic now, you think of its terrifying fan base on the internet.
1: I think of Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it. Did you play it? I've seen a lot of videos. I kind of i would really be funny.
0: When I see it cheap, I'll probably grab it.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, you was, have to get it for your collection. Yes, I do. I haven't played many recent Sonic games, but there seems to
0: be a negative stigma attached to all, almost all of the releases. Sonic Generations was awesome, and I hear Colors was really good too. I have it, but I haven't, I haven't played it yet. But it what seems was,
3: for every, like every five <laughs> yeah
0: releases they put out, there's like one good one.
2: What was Generations? What did that come out for?
0: Multi-platform: PS3, Xbox, PC, and 3DS and it was really fun especially if you're an old fan like I'm a, I'm a fan of the classic Sonic and not so much things after adventures but I really really liked it I, it was very nostalgic and very fan servicey but in a good way and it, it would play between two modes there's like side scrolling mode and a 3D mode so you kind of get the both the old and the new it was a great game
2: Cool. Yeah, I totally understand where Sega's kind of coming from with this because you know I think the mobile and PC market is going to be a lot easier for them so it it, it it seems to be a logical step for them to take you know I'm not too happy to hear it because everyone likes to see more console games. Yeah. But, you know, I like their PC games. Well, they published the, the first screen. Bayonetta.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a bummer. If this was You're right, if
0: they still had six Bayonetta. years ago yeah. and they did this, Bayonetta might not have ever been made. The Maybe. funny thing is, though, we all, all here play PC games as well. I mean, so in, in the end, I mean, most of us play on pretty much every platform. So I mean I'll still be able to play it, but just not for me because I'm not a primarily PC gamer. So for me, when a new game comes out, I get excited for console releases and and less excited for PC only stuff. So,
2: well, I'm I'm a big Total War fan, and that's made by Creative Assembly, which is Sega owned by Sega. Oh, is it? Yeah, Sega owns them. Um, so to me, just as long as they're keeping up with the PC in that series, I'm I'm a happy camper. So.
0: I'd like to see, just to, before we move on, which we should probably do, I'd like to see Sega bring back some of its old franchises, like Space Harrier and, and Fantasy Zone. Other games, Hang On, Afterburner, they, they haven't been touched in years. And, I, and I'd like to see, other than ports, I'd love to see them do something new with some of their old classic brands. Fantasy Star has been touched every once in a while. But I'd like to see them go back to the roots and make a real like standard RPG, because that yeah. would be like, a great setting. Yeah, for sure. What do you got for news, uh, Jeff?
2: Uh, you know, I find, I feel like we've been kind of bringing up bad, negative stuff. <laughs> I got happy stuff, don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, good, 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 because I don't right now. Um, well, it's it's bad news for Xbox One players. I don't have one, but uh, Street Fighter Five is coming out, and it is going to be a PS4 exclusive. Right, right. So personally've I've been wanting a ps4 and I love Street Fighter so I'm it's you know all these games that come over for PS4 is making me like one step closer to actually buying one of these so I think very very soon in my future I'll be getting a ps4 I'm very excited for Street Fighter 5 so it's nice. like
0: so it's like this this generation it seems like most players have their main quote powerful console and then their side console which is a Wii U it seems like most people I know either have a PS4 slash Wii U or have a 360 slash Wii U. Very rarely, Marshall is an exception, but very rarely do you see a PS4 slash 360, or not something 360, X-Bone combo, as opposed to... I'm an exception, but by no means am I a, a big Xbox One
3: player. It, it sits there and collects dust, and for the odd interesting release that comes out, I'll turn it on for. Him. Is it good at collecting dust? It's very good. Nice like surface area? Nice I mean. shiny
0: surface that you hate it gets very scratched so you can He's see like... where the dust is actually piling you can keep track of it mm-hmm. that's really cool i think that's cool yeah it is cool yeah
1: right, no we... it was this the game that i think capcom released a video yes it yeah, was yeah. like a like a street fighter video but it it wasn't about street fighter 5 but then it kind of became like a, the the trailer for i don't know if I, sh- the announcement I don't, I don't know if i've, I've street seen 5? that
2: i watched an actual gameplay trailer today Oh, it looks, okay it so looks there's awesome. an actual there's yeah, trailer now yeah and it okay. looks just amazing. It's just a quick fight with Ryu versus Chun-Li, and it's it's pretty good. Everyone should check it out at some point.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's a big shot in the whole console war, right? Big time, big time. Because it's such a huge, huge IP as Street
2: Fighter, you know. Everyone knows what Street Fighter is. Um, so to have one console kind of lose it, it's kind of a shot for them and they're kind of talking up like killer instinct and i don't i don't mm. think killer instinct really hold much of a candle to street fighter i agree so you know if if that's going to be your game to beat street fighter you know you're you're in a bad place you
0: mm. know it's kind of exciting 30 years later from the initial console the main consoles we still have console wars i, I like it because i think comp- competition uh drives business and i know we have a couple of listeners that i know personally who don't like Consoles or console exclusives, and hate and hate that kind of like uh, exclusivity for, for games that forces you to buy a platform. But I I don't know. I find it exciting when when people are like, buy me, buy my system. Here's why this game is great, and it forces them to really push stuff forward. I also like third party games too. I mean, I, I like everything, but I I think it's cool. What do you guys think about
3: console war stuff? For me, I hate the idea of something coming out on another console and being like, oh, there's no chance I'm ever going to play it because I don't own it. I just want to give myself that freedom to to play anything that looks interesting. Yeah, no, that's that's fair too.
0: It's probably the best.
1: Again, the importance of Sega. The first real console wars was between the Super Famicom and the Mega Drive, right? Yeah. Or Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis.
0: Because Sega does what Nintendo.
1: Okay, so (laughs) I I think I've told you about this book, uh, console wars. Yep. I recommend this book to all of you. It's an amazing book and it it documents the first console wars, which was the one I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and how Sega they they actually did it. You know, it, it wasn't possible in, in in that in that market because the uh, the video game market back in 1990 was 95 percent Nintendo mm-hmm. and five percent everything else. Yeah, and then after like three short years, Sega had like 55 percent of the market. So, A lot of it was you know, marketing. The story about about how they, yeah, and it's yeah. all marketing. And you know what was was the cool thing though? Sega does what Nintendo <laughs> is one of the most uh, famous ones. It's so memorable. But it was before the actual, uh, the, the actual war. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I, I think it's great marketing. It's it's silly and dumb, especially because Nintendo. I would say ultimately did win. I mean, it did win. It's still here. But I, I love that those like old slogans. I remember them as a kid. I was like five or six or or what have you. And and I always thought I thought that was funny even back then.
1: That that's was pre Super Nintendo pre Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I, I'm looking forward to reading that book. And pre Tom Kalinski, which was the the CEO that actually organized all this stuff.
0: I have a book, uh, History of Sonic the Hedgehog, actually, which touches on some of this stuff. And I I think that maybe we should all try to get that book at some point And. Over time, read it, then we can do an episode and yeah. really dig into the console wars. Because it's, it's great history and, and fun to read. It, mm-hmm.
2: It's a very, very interesting topic. Like, anyone who mm-hmm. likes consoles is going to be
1: really into that topic. So, it'd be, it'd be great to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. And it was Sega who showed the other uh, console manufacturers that there was a business in, to do there. Mm-hmm. Not only Nintendo. So, that created the Sony PlayStation and eventually... The, the, That's another the topic
0: Max. in the future was, worth going yeah. for. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's no, no, that's no, no. my bad. Uh, Sony's history with Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and how the PlayStation came to be is is a really fun topic. And, and then Nintendo yeah. PlayStation, yeah.
1: And then there was for a short <laughs> time there was a plan to do the Sega PlayStation. Yep. And then eventually become the Man, that's that's fun Sony stuff.
0: Yeah. But we're we're go- we're going off too far. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I guess my turn for another piece of news is I have a trailer for you guys. It's called it's for a game that was announced uh, called Ray Gigant Gigant. <laughs> Ray, Ray... I'm going to go with Ray Jigen. Uh It's a Japanese game for the Vita, and it's a story-driven... Um, st- sorry, it's a story-driven dungeon crawler. And first, before I show the trailer, check out this screenshot that I have here. Look, tell me that's not art right there. That looks glorious. Which I will post a link to, of course, in, in the description. I love it. That creature, it's just... Oh, man, it's amazing. so full of detail, yeah. and I love I love a 2D style. So, if you want to pause here, I will play the trailer and show you guys. Right, so that was the trailer to the game that we were just talking about. How did you say it was called?
1: Le Giganto.
0: Yeah, perfect. Nice. Looks cool, right? It looks cool. The... It looks
2: like you're an anime. It just looks exactly like an anime. Yeah. The, uh, it even had the theme song. The trailer wasn't... There was like three seconds of gameplay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, the screenshot
0: that I showed helped, I think, illustrate a little more than the trailer would have. But it's nice to see new brands to a system that's not selling as well. Like, we would get excited for a new Wii U game, especially a new IP... Seeing something like that.
1: But wasn't that, wasn't that a, like a PS4? Game? It was a Vita game. Oh, Vita. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: The screenshot you showed me first did more for me than yes. the trailer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's why I brought the screenshot too. So you guys should probably check the screenshot if you're curious more than anything else. But it's supposed to be a Dungeon Crawler. I won't spend too much more time on it because I don't know much else about it. Mm-hmm. But I always want to see the smaller systems that are quote unquote struggling get more games and I always want to see more IP, so. Sure. So moving on, uh, what, you guys got more news? Because I, I do have stuff too, but I I want to keep it flowing. I have one more thing. Yes, please. So there's a game that's been announced
3: for over a year now called Forgotten Memories, and it's a throwback survival horror game that was originally planned for mobile, mm-hmm. and has since been announced for uh, Wii U and the Vita, wow, and Steam, and. It was announced today that voice actors from the survival horror classic Silent Hill 2 are returning t- to voice characters in this that's game. That's cool. And that's pretty big news for survival horror fans. And I wasn't even following the development of this game at all. But as soon as I saw that, that caught my attention. Now, we watched the trailer earlier and it looks like a early PS2 survival horror yeah. game. I don't know if we want to watch it now, but... Fair sure. There guys think pretty cool yeah
2: that's yeah cool. really
3: cool kind of like a throwback to to early survival horror games with fixed camera angles and more restricting gameplay hopefully
0: no tank controls. so it looks like it might have a little tank controls you said it was for the wii u as well yeah amiibo do you think be... <laughs> 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 exactly. I, have, I
1: have news about amiibo
0: do you are we ready to segue that's it. a good segue take it away sage
1: Another case of Amiibo shortage. What? That yes. doesn't happen. So you, you you know how we mentioned the Gold Mario Amiibo? Yes, we did. Okay, so there were rumors about it. and The rumors were true. The rumors were true. What? So it's exclusive to Walmart. It, it went for pre-order mm-hmm. like two days ago, I think. Sold out in minutes.
0: And you didn't tell me about this pre-order going up.
1: When I, you hurt me. When I noticed, it was already sold out. And it's only for Walmart.com. That means in the U.S. It won't be for pre-order in Canada. So we're gonna have to go. The boss on March 20th
0: apparently is going at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. to buy all of them. He said. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna uh, Live limit. We should yeah, try to go, shouldn't we? We should. Yes.
0: Golden Mario. Golden Mario. I would like to get that. And Mario,
1: Mario Party 10. Do you think it's, it's a party should party. be
0: a, like a BB Crew trip to Walmart <laughs> early let's, in the morning? Let's do it. What were you left? left I'll, I'll
1: go.
2: I'm not the biggest amiibo fan in the room like, by far, but uh, I, I'd be down to check it out. Well, don't... We don't like amiibos as much. Yeah, on. I know. Okay, <laughs> let's <less laughs> minor thing. If you talk whatever
1: you want to know, <laughs> let's
3: record a podcast while we're getting there and our reactions to whether we get one or not. Yeah. <laughs> what are you bringing up?
1: I'm so for, okay, so uh, a gold Mario right now on eBay is for a hundred bucks. Wow. What so, is with wow, the world? You can that we live go in. and buy one and then they, they go, just sell go, it. Yeah, I hate sculptors yeah. so much.
0: I'll, I'll do it. I'll I don't do like it. the year.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be the enemy.
0: <laughs> you want to buy it? If we miss it, you'll sell it to one of us for hundred bucks. There we go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Man, these people are selling. Isn't that okay. so? Yeah, they don't. Have. We
0: complain about this every other week. This whole fact that. People just—it's not even out. It's not even out yet, and people are selling it for two hundred bucks, whatever you know, x a hundred dollars, whatever. Yeah.
1: What were you saying? Well, people so, are buying it. That's I, the problem.
2: <laughs> I thought Seiji has mentioned to me that the Gold Mario was the pre-order for Mario Party 10.
0: No, I And mean, that's no. not the case. No, the so, normal Mario. You it just—it's just—it's not a pre-order either. It's a package. in. you' oh, there's so a, for, not, there's an addition to Mario Party well, with it.
1: Yeah, it's pre-order. Well. It's the bundle, right? So yeah, it's, it's just a, a regular Mario amiibo
0: with Mario Party. Uh-huh. No, it's a Mario Party Mario.
1: It's a Mario Super Mario series. So think us. about this:
0: amiibos. Okay. There's, there's now a second set coming out. All right. Uh-huh. So amiibos right now are primarily built around Smash Bros. They're amiibos for Smash Bros. And they do other things.
1: It says it on the box.
0: Yes, and the next set is the Mario uh, Mario Party one.
1: Oh, okay. So I
0: there's different Mario's I coming yeah. that okay. will do different things. Of the, the Mario Party, so
2: the Mario Party amiibo wouldn't be compatible with Smash Bros. I don't know, actually. I, mean, I, I hear I think aren't they supposed to like work the same
0: way, anyways, and, retroactively? The
1: Smash Brothers one is compatible with with um, with Mario Party. Party. The problem is that uh, each each amiibo can only hold read write data with one game. Okay. So I see, I see. this is so you can have one your amiibo for for Smash and your your Mario amiibo for Smash and your Mario amiibo for Mario okay. Party. But uh, if, okay. you, if you want to, you can. Use these Smash Brothers one in Mario Party, but it will delete your. Yeah. Okay. Smash- so- and then you have a
2: card, so then you'd have three different
0: scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick side note, just because I think this is the only Amiibo news we actually have today, which is like a Christmas miracle. So, um, so I'm going to throw in a uh, Amiibo news that we didn't talk about. Three of them are being cut down to ten bucks. Yoshi, Peach, and someone? Okay, a Peach. Peach. Now I'm well, going to get Yoshi. Ripped off yeah. for four dollars. I was on the fence about getting Yoshi. Now I'm going to get them for ten dollars. I can't remember the last one. It was, it's it's three of them, and none of them are very Kirby? exciting. I don't think so. I guess Seiji's checking. Are you checking it? No. Nope. Oh, well, whatever. Anyways. I think it was
1: Yoshi, Kirby, and Peach.
0: Is it Kirby? Okay, there you go. So they're getting cut down to ten bucks. So that's, that's like four dollars saving or three dollars saving. It's a big deal.
1: That's
2: not
0: too bad. That's if you bought all three of those, you would save the amount it would take to almost buy another one. It says here Peach, Donkey Kong, and you. Oh, Donkey Kong.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it will be like you guys and I'll buy a Peach. I keep just in the back. I'm going to buy an
0: extra one, I think. So moving on from that one, what do you got?
2: Um, so something that I just kind of saw today that got me really excited because I love old retro kind of side yeah, scroller games. Great. Um. They're making a new Toe Jam and Earl game. If <laughs> anyone is familiar with Toe Jam and Earl, Funkatron.
0: Yes, yes. Um,
2: so it, originally it came out for I'm pretty sure Sega. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, which, it was. Uh, I mean, maybe Sega it came game. on the
0: SNES too, but definitely Sega's. I,
2: I, I think I remember playing it for SNES, but I couldn't find the actual SNES one. But um, definitely for Sega. And it, right now I'm kind of mentioning it because we're trying to get a Kickstarter for it. Um, the guy who developed the original ones is working tirelessly on getting Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Out um, <laughs> uh, and, and if you haven't played it before, it's it's a very very funny game. Um, you're two alien rappers who kind of yeah. crash landed on Earth, and it's just full of fun and jokes, and it's very ridiculous, over the top kind of game. So if you if you've liked Cojamerol in the past, and you would like to see a new one. Sage so is watching a video here. Um, it's a good co-op game too. Um, go and donate to their Kickstarter. I would love to see. That's cool. I would love to see
3: you're a new Cojamerol. I a little bit, a little bit. I love um, how '90s it feels.
2: It's extremely '90s. I think it came out '91.
3: So it, early, it very early.
2: Yeah. So it it fits when it came out, and there's, I think there's going to be a lot of retro people like myself who're kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm a little curious it, yeah to to kind of check it out, so I'm really hoping that they it goes forward with it you know it makes me a little nervous, but they're not asking for too much, but they're almost halfway to their four hundred thousand dollar goal but
3: now what's their plan for this one is it I'm looking at some screenshots here and I see like a two a really old looking two d version and then <laughs> some screenshots, some screenshots of like a Pretty nice looking 3D platformer. That says for the Xbox. I don't know. Yeah, they,
2: they, they did. They did some ports for newer consoles. Did okay. it come out?
0: Like uh, this looks like a third official third one. I don't think it did.
2: No, I
0: don't think so. What and the, the new one that's coming out is
3: what sort of gameplay is it?
2: It's it's very. It looks a lot like the original, but just with like very polished up 3D graphics. Like here you go.
3: Okay. Oh yeah, I see. What you're saying. So
2: it looks really really good. That um, does look nice. Yeah. Um. Very excited to see that happen. Like I said. For me, when I was a kid, I always wanted to play co-op games. Like I had a friend who was very... We were both into games, and all we wanted to do was find a good co-op game, try to beat it, and that's how we died countless times in Battletoads. <laughs> um, so we, we did end up playing a lot of Toe, Jam & Earl. So, you know, for me, it's one of the childhood games, and to see them... like When I saw this, I, I was like, whoa, I'm like six years old again, seeing Toe, Jam & Earl. So very, very excited to hopefully see it come to fruition. What's their that's plan awesome.
3: for distribution?
2: I'm not too sure. I was kind of hoping to find out what they're planning on releasing it on.
0: Wii U. Okay. Looks like a Wii U. It does <laughs> look
2: like a Wii U game.
0: But we know that's not going to happen.
2: It's funny that
1: the, the developer seems to have only released this game. Yeah. Johnson Bootsanger Productions. <laughs> 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 they have their own Wikipedia page. If you click on it, it says Toad jam and Arrow Productions.
0: So, it's all about that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Cool stuff.
2: So yeah, if you like old games, support, support ToeJam & Earl.
0: Nice. Right on. Guys, uh, another exclusive for the PS4 coming. Uh, I don't know if it's exclusive in Japan, but it's exclusive here. Is The PS4 is getting Dragon Quest Heroes in North America uh, exclusively, again, for the PlayStation 4. This is basically Hyrule Warriors for Dragon, uh, Dragon Quest. Same developer. It's a... Uh, who is it? <laughs> it's uh, we're I had a. Of- Wait, Tecmo? Yes, exactly. Dynasty Warriors people. Exactly, it's basically Hyrule Warriors with Dragon Quest.
1: Omega Force, right? Exact. Yeah,
0: you're all in it, and it's being published by Square Enix because that is their their brand, just like Nintendo did with with the aforementioned Hyrule Warriors. Pretty cool. I've seen I, I've seen the the trailer for it and some screens, and it's it's really nice looking. And uh, have you guys played any Dragon Quest games, Dragon Warrior games? in I life? haven't. My brother uh, liked them a lot as I was growing up, but you're a big... Ah, you play them all, right? I know. Uh, I only just started... I beat the first one or er, late last year. I played eight when it came out. And I have almost all of them. I do own all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of getting on to working through them every once in a while. Uh, we do have a co-worker who's a massive fan yeah, of them. Yeah, he plays them all and yeah. he's always talking. They're good. They are good games. They're very... Not- They've James... Uh, yeah, so... It's his favorite series. It is, so he'll probably be all over this game.
2: So th- this is the game with the the guy who does the art for... Or who created Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, the, Kira the, that, Toriyama. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've, I've seen Love this it. game so many times, but I've never had a chance to play it. Play it, one. It looks like my type of game, like a classic RPG style. Um, So I think I'd really get into it.
0: You know, a good game for us to play... If we if we all if we all wanted to try a Dragon Quest game, the perfect game for us to play would be Dragon Quest Nine because the lo- the multiplayer is supposedly amazing and people aren't playing as much now because of it's it's old, older. So if we were all playing together, we'd actually get the most out of all the special quests and stuff you get. It's very strong. There's a strong single-player too, but you can go in and out with the multiplayer. Very good game and very accessible to get. Yeah, so it looks like a better version of, of the Hyrule Warriors, given that it's on a stronger yeah, console. Yeah, well, when you first said it, I expected in my head the very
3: sharp, colorful 2D art style in a 3D kind of presentation. This is
0: very much... Soft. Great. It's very nice looking. Hyrule Warriors was an okay looking game. Like, characters and stuff are really nice, but the backgrounds are really bland. But that looks really good. Well,
2: with... Whenever they made Hyrule Warriors, you know, there's a huge list of characters that you can take from Link game or Zelda games mm-hmm. and put them into Hyrule Warriors. You know, as an RPG, does the... You know, with, you know, 9, 10 games... Oh,
0: Dragon Quest has way more characters. We, well, like,
2: do they have consistency? like is every different, character, different characters different. so that that seems kind of out of place like how would you no make... it's great
0: it's a legacy game
2: well like it's they like they Final Fantasy Dissidia but that's what I mean. That's kind of weird. I've no, never, never, is amazing. I never liked those times. Like, they're all different worlds, and you just kind of mix them all together. Oh, I love it. Just for the fans, So you don't like really. Smash Bros, then? Well, Smash Bros is different. because <laughs> Mario Kart. They're toys. They're toys. And Mario Kart's fine. What's wrong with Mario Kart? No, that's my
0: point. They're all from different worlds and different styles, and they mix together great. Let's not poo-poo on Dragon Quest Heroes. I'm not... I'm not even a big Dragon Quest fan, either. <laughs> 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 you know what? This is a, the ideal segue for the next news I have. Final Fantasy of the City for the arcade was announced in Japan. I'm hyped. I want it. I love it. I got a trailer to show you guys. Let's watch it. Pause. Let's watch the trailer. Uh.
2: That was
3: awesome. You're sweating. Are you okay? I am so pumped.
2: You know, I, I was pretty iffy on it, and then I kind of saw Terra throwing fireballs <laughs> around, and I'm a huge Final Fantasy 6 fan, so I, I want to play it. I want to play you it. It looks really
0: nice. Yeah, so you didn't play city then? Are no, no. I've never Terra's played. in that too. I've never,
1: like, I've never, it's PSP, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've never had PSP. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's... I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, but today <laughs> at work, okay. we it's... had a huge discussion about I hear Final you're an Pens instigator. Theater. And you know, I love... Hearing people discussing about stuff, so I would like to know which is your favorite kind of fencing.
0: Seven or eight. I no, you to, have to pick one. I have to say seven because we did our intro episode, and I, I said seven was one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. So I will go with seven, but it's it's a very thin margin, because eights, it's, they're both very dear to my heart. That's when I really got into gaming. Marshall. I have a favorite, but it's only by default. I've played a number of
3: them, and I've only finished one. Crisis core for the PS. Oh, that's it's a good game too. That's a prequel to seven.
1: I quite enjoyed it. But is that a spin-off? Game? Yeah, it's, it's a prequel. A spin-off. Oh but from the i I've,
3: I've never finished a main Final Fantasy game the worst. Okay. Yep.
1: Left? Six. Six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, uh
2: Final Fantasy six. The characters, the story, the score, it's it's the best one. Long term hands ter-
0: down. Long it's definitely not the best one. Long term goal you guys got to play our two favorite Final Fantasies over the course Ooh, I of like would, I would six
3: months. months. I have played about ten hours of seven and I quite enjoyed what I played, but I didn't play. Seven and six, I
0: guess. So and then you
1: have to tell us which is best. So I asked this question to to a lot of people in the office yeah. and I got different responses. But it usually was between six and nine. nine? Six, yeah, nine, so it, ten, seven. But most of them agree that the best one is tactics. What no, you, it's not the what best What do you guys one. think about that?
0: It's a great game.
1: I I find it hard to disagree with that, because Tactics is a really, really good game.
2: It is, but it doesn't compare. But, you know... Is there a story to it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got an amazing story. The only only thing with Tactics is that it's so different, like, playstyle...
0: You know, it is a final. It's Fantasy not fair game. to compare them. Yeah,
2: it's like it's kind of you'd have to compare that to other tactics games like Fire Emblem and stuff like that.
0: Which I do, I do like more than Fire Emblem. Yeah,
2: I tactics, but Fire
0: Emblem Awakening is a brilliant game. So, but like, tactics is a different type, though. It's more comparable it's like to like fire. Ogre Battle and yeah, uh, uh, Vandal Hearts and ta- yeah, those. Wasn't those it types the games. same creator as Vagrant Story? I don't know for sure, but I know that the musician, the the uh, composer. Is the same, and it has some of the best music in the series from from Tactics. Uh, Tactics, not to be confused, of course, with Tactics Advance and Tactics Advance Two, which are similar playstyle but completely different tone.
2: But yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's fair to say Tactics is the best in in the Final Fantasy world because it's it, it's so incredibly different. Um, especially with Tactics, you have the main characters in the story, but you have a lot of. Side characters that you name, and they mm-hmm. can die in the game forever. You, yeah, forever, and then you have to recruit new ones.
0: Well, you can, you can, you have three rounds to save. Yeah, to save them. It's there, not there's ways around. Severe to... as Fire Emblem. Yeah, well, same same director
3: as Vagrant Story. Mm-hmm. But
2: with with the Final Fantasy stories, 12. the characters are so much yeah. more integrated into the plot that it, it reads like a book, not with any cutscenes. Final Fantasy 6 has, like, no cutscenes.
0: Well, Super Nintendo. Cut, what do you mean by cutscenes? Well, Super
2: there's, Nintendo style, you know. Like, there's, there's dialogue. talking. There's, dialogue. Lots of dialogue. there's lots of dialogue. <laughs> lots of dialogue. Uh-huh. But like I said, it's almost it's almost like a book. It's like a good video game book.
0: If you're going to play it, though, I recommend the PSP version. Or if you have a Vita, then play that. Or, or the PlayStation Network. The PlayStation Network version. Because they had a, a port of it that has enhanced features and a better translation. No, some...
1: Richard, another co-worker, mm-hmm. he recommended me to start with Final Fantasy X2. That what? Was a, no, that was that's a bad game. That, a joke. A joke. Okay. that was a joke. Okay, it's not a bad game.
3: I like 10 X Two. He was trolling, right?
1: He was no, well. He was telling me that he, once I play that, every other Final Fantasy just gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so start with the Ten Two is not a worst. It's not a bad game. I mean, okay, this is funny. Okay, okay, so he said like that it was like a piece of, of well, well, like, well,
0: he's he's wrong. He, I mean, <laughs> he, did, he actually did
2: a good job kind of summing it up. Is that? Final Fantasy never really and and this might sound horrible and I apologize to any females out there but Final Fantasy was never really Sexist. geared towards women or any kind of girls gamers at the time. Sure, company. most games no, weren't. No, true enough. And with with Final Fantasy 10-2 or X2, um, it was a very very, you know, it had like a, a cute little love story and the three main characters were female. So they tried to gear a Final Fantasy game towards that the, that That's not true. Um, so they try to seem to gear it towards more females. And I'm really just regurgitating what Richard said at work so listen, today. So
0: he doesn't like games that's aimed toward female. He's a sexist. <laughs> uh, I like the game. Okay. And even if you don't like the story, the gameplay is very solid. You switch your classes. like It's it's more fun gameplay-wise than 10 is, in my opinion. Well, but the story in 10 is way better. But, but It seems to be that a lot of people just have a, a problem with the three main
3: female characters and the, like the presentation. Here's, that's what I gather from... Anytime I've talked to people,
2: I, I agree with that because I found I really love having an array of characters.
0: So you're not going to play 15 then because it's all dudes, uh, or you will <laughs> no, play no. Us with all dudes. That's that's okay. <laughs> no, no. no. What, what I
2: meant by that is that you only get three characters and intend two. You know, you can't really mix them up. There's
0: nothing wrong with an all X cast if it's if it serves a story well. I, I think sure. Uh, but my, but my, po- my what I would strongly say is. If you want to try the game, is just get past the opening cutscene because I found the opening cutscene pretty cringy, but the rest of the game I found fun. I hundred percented it my first playthrough. I got the secret ending. I, I liked it. I thought it was great. If I play through ten, I will move on to that. It's worth it. I think, but give it a, at least give it a chance because I could see people being turned off in the first ten minutes, uh, unfortunately, because that that opening cutscene gives gives the wrong impression of the game. And I feel like a lot of people who say it's awful haven't even really given it a real chance personally, but. And I, I'm not like, I don't love those that type of setting. It's not my my go-to choice, but I I liked it.
2: It's not horrible. It's not great.
0: I wouldn't recommend it as your first Final Fantasy. <laughs> what would you recommend? Six.
2: Uh, You know, honestly, as your first Final Fantasy, I would probably lean towards seven. Mm. Because I find the system, just with kind of materia, to be a little easier to grasp than Espers. So. The
0: real problem is, we have years of nostalgia that protects us from... From the problems that might stick up from 7. And in a future installment of the show, the I've played it but they didn't kind of thing. Like that will be a topic of one fart down the line. And I'm really interested to see what people think. Especially because our opinions of games are very different. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But Final Fantasy, that's that's a heated debate for a lot of gamers. Yeah. No, Soja, you haven't finished any, right?
1: I haven't played any.
0: Haven't
3: played any. What are you going to start with?
1: You tell me. 7. 7. 7. seven.
0: I would say 7, just based on... I, I, what I've played is really good. Well, he's he's in the same boat as you. He kind of hasn't played enough to really okay. be, like, so ankle deep. The yep.
1: advice I received was, start with X2, move <laughs> your way up to 13, and then uh, 2. 2?
0: They're not... None, okay, I, this is what irritates me. None of those games are bad, uh, objectively. And 13 <laughs> is a good game. I, I'm, I'm the minority, <laughs> but I'm not the only one in this boat of mine. It's just a smaller boat. Lots of people like 13. It's... Now you might not because there's a lot of cutscenes. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I wouldn't recommend you to play third. But that's
3: the advice that's
0: telling you to start with the worst ones. Why would you start with the worst? The... You start with the best. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Yeah, in reality they, they've been telling me to start with either six or seven.
0: Those are very good choices. Nine is also a really good choice if you like medieval fantasy settings as well. I think nine is very nine is more upbeat than the other two.
1: Yeah, I might start with six just because of Super Nintendo. That's fair
0: too. Which is three. Yes, mm-hmm. three six.
2: The thing with seven right now too is that it looks like they are doing an updated version that's coming out for PS4.
0: So there's the troll version, which is just the PC port of yeah coming out. Now here's what the producer said: they will not do a remake because people have been for years Glamoring saying, "Give us yeah, us. give us a remake of seven. We want it. We want it." And I'm I'm in the same boat. But it's probably the most sought after remake. In gaming history. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And and he said that he, whichever one it is, I don't remember who said it, but they're like, we will make it only when we've made a game that we feel is better than 7. Until then... They're not gonna do it. So I want everybody out there who's listening, the the legions of of the BB crew, because there's so many, to all buy fifteen and pretend you love it even if it's bad. It's gonna be the best. So we get seven remake. And then then people can be happy.
1: But I've heard that the golden age of Final Fantasy is from six to nine and then or ten ten. and then it goes like down. Well well, I like I liked all of them. And and
0: if you look okay. 11 and 14 are different beasts because they're MMOs. Uh-huh. And 14 is, is a fun story because it's a success story. It started off terrible. I
2: played a ton of 14. Oh,
0: great. Yeah, there and, are two of them, right? 11. Them. It, 11. I played, oh, I played a ton oh, of oh, 11. 14, 14 yeah. I played a year and a bit of 11. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 14 is a fun story to talk about. And we're on a super tangent right now, but but 14 started as as, as a flop and they... And they Turn it around, it around and now it's time. like growing and doing better it's, and better. It's, it's pretty really, successful. It's yeah. a very successful. MMO. It's not wow level yet, but it, you know, the last I heard, four million subscribers, which yeah. is pretty damn good for a subscriber-based MMO. Yeah.
2: I started at launch with Final Fantasy XIV with a bunch of friends from work, and uh, we kept up for a few months. But MMOs,
3: it's MMOs. MMOs. Yeah. It seems to me that the Final Fantasy series is just—it has this thing where comparison is its is its downfall. It seems like the whole series is a high quality, but people just. I shouldn't say it's his downfall, but, but people are that's the whole conversation with Final Fantasy. Which one is your favorite? Oh, it's which one it's, is better? It's, it's
0: brutal, man. They're, they're all good, right? They're all good, I think. Objectively they're all good to amazing. It's not a bad one. We should move on though. I think let's what's let's just jump from news and go right to pickups and then we'll do our, our fun news segment. So, who wants to go first for pickups?
2: I'll, I'll go first. Bring it up. Man. Um, I got this game a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it here. Not that anyone. Yeah, can, at home it's can great see though. It. It's it's great. That we'll it have cameras it. one day. Awesome. Um, so it's the sequel to a great NES game. Super Punch Out for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very good game. A very worthy sequel to the very famous Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm-hmm. It's actually the fourth in the whole series of Punch Out games. Yep. the first two arcade, two arcade games, right. and then and then this one. Um, I love it. There's basically quick sum- summary of the game. Yep. There's four circuits, four matches per circuit. Um, and then there's kind of like a boss at the end of each one. Right. Uh, presently, I cannot beat the final. <laughs> Final fight. I just, I go up against him and he just slides. Is it Mr. Sandman? Me. No, no, no. Or Mr. Dream? It, no, no, no. It's uh, Nick Bruiser. Nick, oh. Rick Bruiser is the second guy. <laughs> Nick, we yeah, have very, very original. I like um, the names. Yeah, yeah. It's very cartoony. That, yeah. That, that's why. I love it. Yeah. And that's oh, part, it, it of, is good. part of its praise is that it's not, it doesn't take itself too seriously as an actual sports game. It's. Kind of a cartoony boxing game.
0: I don't like it that it's uh, false advertisement, though. It says it's Little Mac, but that ain't Little Mac.
2: Yeah, um, I, when I was actually researching a little bit today, they said it was Little Mac, and he looks absolutely nothing like Little He's got blonde hair. Well, so right Mac. there, it's not, it's not Little he's Mac. He's probably
0: like 5'8", too. That's not Little Mac. <laughs> <laughs> little Mac's like two feet tall. Right? Yeah, exactly. Now, this is a,
1: a a great sequel. Not only because of the historical significance of it, but gameplay-wise. You know, it's, it's still punch out, but with enough enhancement that it, it feels different and better. Definitely. I love it. It's great.
3: I'm looking at some screenshots for this and it looks really funny. Oh,
2: it's, it's so funny. Yeah, that's, that's true for all punch out. Yeah. Games. Yeah. It? And it, it, I like how they stereotype, to be honest. Like, I think it's hilarious how they have like, Weak French guy because you know they're French, right? Um oh, and this guy—he's he's a, he's a problem to <laughs> the show. No, he's he's a a, today. He just keeps bringing in all well, these politically hey, incorrect stuff. I'm gonna stuff. go next year, too. And there's a, like a luchador from Mexico that you have
1: to fight. And stuff AJ, how like do you that. feel about that? And he spits
2: on you. Cause oh, is that common in apparently Mexico? Apparently, that's uh, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he said that it spits on you because it's Mexican. You want to kick him off the show? <laughs> I didn't say that. I is didn't he too bad that. for us? Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just being silly. Here. <laughs> no, but he, he, he. He has a mask. Yeah, and you he- have one too. Yeah, I do. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And every guy kinda has two like special moves. There's one you have to learn by just the visual cues, yeah. and then they have one where their ca- coach kind of shouts at them. So cool. Tell good. them about the Chinese guy. Yes, yeah, so yes. Dragon Chan, yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon, he, Chan? He, he your, Dragon Chan. Dragon <laughs> Chan. That's what they say too. Dragon Chan. Huh? <laughs> and he he's one of the harder ones because when his coach has two different buffs that he gives the guy, yeah. and it's in Chinese, so you have no idea unless you're I like that kind Chinese. of stuff. They do that so, in Punch
0: Out We as well, where they don't translate it. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
2: So it's kind of funny. I've, honestly, I played it enough that I recognize the characters, and I know what one is his heel and which one's his big kick. Yeah. So I know that well enough. And one more thing that I just thought was really cool, I didn't know this about the Punch-Out! series in in general, but the guy who developed the Punch-Out! games, he's actually the guy who was a general manager of Nintendo's integrated research division. (laughs) So he, he actually does a lot of the hardware Research into, uh, the Wii. He right. was, he was a huge guy with the Wii. I read a whole bunch about it today and I found it very fascinating. And I know we're all big Wii and Wii U fans yeah. here. So it would be a very Who? fun Who? thing. <laughs> his, his name is Genyo Takeda. Oh,
0: how
1: do you yeah. say it? Oh, yeah.
2: Takeda. Takeda.
1: Genyo Takeda. Yeah. There you there, go.
2: There go. Um, very fascinating guy. So, um, I just, I was kind of reading about him today and cool. it was really cool.
0: I'll go next. I got three games here, but I want to keep it quick for the sake of the show. The first one I'll talk about, I don't know much about, but I grabbed it randomly at a local game store. It's the Collector's Edition, the Mercenary Edition, for a PlayStation Vita game called Ragnarok Odyssey. I bought it because it was cheap, and because it's the Collector's Edition, and it comes with an art book, a soundtrack, playing cards, and none of this is opened inside the box, too, which is great. And it looks really cool. I've played the MMO. I don't know anything else about this game. Give us a little blurb. From the back fling enemies into the sky, fly up to continue a midair assault, and then smack them clear across the battlefield. Prove your worth as a mercenary in this fast paced action RPG. Protect civilization from invading giants. Very I mean, anime. You
1: mentioned the, the guy who has the job of writing, you know, the, who, is, who is the, the guy who writes the back? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I wonder. But. So
2: did you just say they fling them into the air and they're giants? Oh, like, yeah. So Angry they're birds. throwing giants into the air. It sounds kinda of badass. That sounds extremely yeah. badass. It
0: didn't get great reviews, mind you, but I'm gonna play it. What like am- Angry Birds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like Angry Birds. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the other two games I got, one is an import of Super Famicom complete in box copy of Dragon Ball Z Super Butodin. I, I ordered Perfect. it. Perfect. Thank you. I ordered yeah, you it because I love right. I love Dragon Ball, and I'm on a quest to collect every Dragon Ball Z game I can get. So I I have nothing else to say. It's a 2D fighter. It looks great. Super Famicom boxes are awesome. I think we can agree that they are pretty cool. Yeah. And the game that I've been playing a lot this week and is preventing me from getting ahead in Twilight Princess for our episode is Dragon Ball Xenoverse for the PS4. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I've been into this game, and... Not, I don't want to take too long for the segment because we got to move on to the meat and potatoes. But uh Dragon Ball... It's fun! You make your own character out of five races. So that's... So, Ultimate Tenkaichi... Ultimate Tenkaichi Budokai, I think, was the one for PS3 a couple years ago where you can make your own character. But you can only make him from, like, one or two options, I think, Human and Saiyan. Which is fun, but this one you get Saiyan, Earthling, Boo's race, Frieza's race, and... Namek? Yes, Namekian. And... Another cool so there's a story mode which the difficulty is actually extremely high. You have to grind it so hard, but you can. But the cool thing is, it's, there's multiplayer is just embedded in the entire game. You have a hub city, and it's populated by people who are playing. They they show up in your your city. You can't they don't like walk around. They're just NPCs, but you can see all their customizations and whatnot. And there's these like you could talk to to. Um, there seems to be some pretty deep character customization Yeah, absolutely. There's stores and you can you can earn find it find new clothing and you can also uh buy it. You can join up, it's really easy. It's like kinda like Mario Kart. You can drop in and join a battle and team up with two other players, take down a mission. And then of course there's the classic head to head fighter. And I I've, I've been doing they're called parallel quests where you team up with two other people and I've been doing them with online and they're really fun. Like, it's, it's, if you like Dragon Ball, it's really exciting to see three of you just, like, rocket forward to an enemy and start attacking it, and it's great. I,
2: I, li- I like that that idea of, of the co-op, you know, in, in you were kind of telling me this the other day, how the levels are just huge. They're you know, very the big, yeah. So, you know, having that and a co-op play, I, th- I think it sounds very good. It game,
0: is really yeah. fun. If you love Dragon Ball, or even like Dragon Ball, this is probably one of the better entries. And more, and one more thing about it is, the formula of Dragon Ball Z games is either they, they redo the story... Either in different graphics, or they just kind of skim over it, or they do like a really light version where they don't even the story's is just told while you're playing, the, go while you go through fights. But in this one, there's there is, the story is different. You're you're a time traveler. You're summoned by the trunks and some time patrol thing, and these people are rewriting history, so they're making it like Cell killed Gohan or or Frieza went to his final form right away before Goku could revive. And you and you're there, and you go back and you have to try and help them and, and, and rewrite time so it's so it's real, the, the correct version. It's very fun. So what did you bring, Marshall? Cool. Uh, well, Rob,
3: the I don't have a physical release, Ugh. but it's the same. It's the same thing as the news. The game I bought this week oh. was Resident Evil Revelations Two. Mm-hmm. I bought the season pass, and I think right now it's only available digitally. And I've played through the first episode. It's four episodes, and my I won't get too much into a review, but right. my first impressions were really bad. Oh, Ooh. I really didn't like it. The controls felt sloppy. It felt very. Resident Evil has always been kind of B-movie, but yep. it felt much more B-movie. You you can get a little scared playing a Resident Evil game, especially the older entries. In this one, I... I they get just, less and less scary. Yeah, and this this one even more so. With that said, as I played more of it, I started to enjoy it, and it's got a raid mode that's really fun. You, you level up characters and keep jumping in and, and basically just fight enemies until the goal and huh. it, it's fun. I'm, so I'm gonna keep playing it, but yeah, cool. That
0: was my my pickup for the week. Sage, anything?
1: Yes. What'd you get? I get a couple of amiibos.
0: What? What is that? amiibo? What, what are you talking about? I
1: thought <laughs> I thought you were off amiibos.
0: I thought yeah. I thought you're done. Your wife is like had an intervention. You came home. There's a banner on the wall. She's like you know, it's amiibos or me. Do, Do I need your choice? Do this, I need to call her?
1: Is did, this something that is happening?
0: Did you choose Does amiibos happen o- over your wife? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he's hiding his amiibos at work. He has them like all over the place. Does I she listen to the show,
0: now?
1: CG? I don't
0: know. Well, let's pretend she doesn't. Do you like Amiibos? Do you love Amiibos more than your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Time for confessions.
1: <laughs> no, what did you get? My official answer is no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what What Amiibos did you get this week? I got Sonic. Oh, Sonic! Really sweet. Yeah. Uh, and I got Chic. Yeah. From oh, Amazon. Okay. Cool. Yes. Also, oh, they finally Sonic arrived. Got, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: finally arrived. And also, I got uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. How do you find it? Uh, so I got it digitally. Okay. So. And
3: 3ds. No, Wii U. Wii U. Wii U.
1: Okay. Wii U. It's the Wii U game. So my initial impression is that it's beautiful. Ooh. And mostly because I value art style much more than graphics, right? So. Oh, I see. It, it it is, go, yeah. So it's to me, it's graphically impressive, yes. Mm-hmm. But it, the visual start, uh, the visual uh, style is is it's amazing. Very unique. You yeah. should
0: see it for yourself, we can't describe really. Do it in justice to describe what it looks like. You should uh-huh. look it up.
1: Can yeah. I so, ask? Is this
3: a full, like sixty seventy dollar release?
1: No, it's forty five. Forty five. It's pretty yeah, good for... it's okay. so,
3: but it is S6. a full game. You can go to Target right now and yes, and, and get it has it. A,
1: a, a physical release. I'm yeah. interested too. With... This flew under the radar for me. Uh huh. So, did you guys play the uh, Kirby and the Epic Yarn? No, no, no. It was a DS game. Oh, I don't remember. I know what
0: you're talking about. I can't remember any similar mechanic, right? Canvas something. Canvas
1: curse? No.
0: Yep. I'm looking at it right here. Oh, yeah, Canvas Can- curse. Canvas curse. Okay, I I so have that.
1: The same mechanics as that, right? Right. So, he has a couple of problems. Okay. The first one is that if you're playing as as the main character, which is not Kirby, it's you're the sort of like a like a brush kind of character. Mm-hmm. Of course, you will re- what you do is you draw lines in uh, on the gamepad.
0: The Wii U gamepad.
1: Yeah, which is really interesting. The mm-hmm. problem is that you're looking at the gamepad, right? So you're you're playing like this, right? Um, but it has a co-op multiplayer mode. So I was playing as a Waddle Dee, and and the Waddle Dee can actually use the same rainbow lines that you use as platforms. So that's pretty cool. So you have
0: free control of the Waddle Dee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. as opposed to Kirby, which just rolls. Yeah. So it almost sounds more fun to play as Waddle Dee than it does.
1: I think the, the, the joint experience yeah. It's is really it's really nice. Okay. Now, the other problem is that it's quite slow at the beginning. So okay. it's not a fast platformer game. It's kind of slow. You have to take your time. Uh, the levels are quite long. Okay. So it takes like five minutes to beat one, maybe even more, ten minutes. So we went through Worlds 1 and 2... And then we got like tired, and we haven't picked it up. Uh, <laughs> oh. again.
0: Do you think you would? En-
1: oh, excuse me.
0: No, I'm sorry. Do you think that you would enjoy the game more if you had my King D and uh, Meta Knight amiibos?
1: No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> well, you wouldn't take them out of the box. I think so. <laughs> that the, the 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 pace of the game is yeah. pretty slow at first. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm expecting he will it will get better because it's a Nintendo game is usually the gameplay is really strong yeah so we'll see I just want to
2: say one thing yeah. about Kirby Um, what's with him getting He gotta start hanging out with these witch doctors but canvas curse <laughs> and then the rainbow curse will like, yarn yeah like war, who's cursing Kirby all the time that's fine
0: Nintendo that. now it's time for a new segment of the show we have two names for it uh, i'm calling it here's why you should play this and Marshall is calling it uh game and tell it's game and tell
2: why don't we let the fan decide yeah, yeah well you,
0: what fan you
2: let the fan let decide let the fan
0: decide so at this point we
1: don't know what game each one of us is right. talking about right
0: well, except for except for transparent left we all have brought a secret game and what our goal is to convince all of us to to try and play it the ultimate goal of the winner if there is one is someone who's like either takes the game or is going to go home and play it and if like by next week you've played it then it's a point for you 10 points something crazy happens you should have more
3: than 10 points because we all have insane backlogs and take, <laughs> check check <it> out. Out. <laughs> taking a new game on is okay, you get a
1: point what if, if someone mentions hey I played that game that Rob mentioned That is that like that's an extra point so no hundred. Like, like you, 100
0: you points. get the well, 10 points something crazy happens you get one point so it's like one point's worth a lot all right, fine. All right. You get to 100 points. You got a
2: competition. You get 50
0: going. points if someone on Twitter's like because of your your recommendation I'm playing it. 10 points. No. Uh, since so it's just three extra people uh, divided and and if they all play it then you get 100 points and something crazy good happens. I hope that doesn't happen because I don't I don't have a follow up for it. But something crazy good happens. Okay. Alright, who wants to go first? Since, since oh, everyone knows wet, boring, what, boring what I'm left. bringing to the table. What do you got, Jeff? Well, oh, let's what see. is it? Oh, what, what's geez. that?
2: Um, so I talked about this game the last three weeks. <laughs> what is it? Uh, um, it's so called Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. I haven't heard of it. No one's ever heard of it. Um, so, so basically what this game is, kind of in a nutshell, is it's one boss battle after another, after another. After another, say, so how's the closest a little bit, <laughs> and let, let's face it, that's boss battles are like the most fun you have in a video game mm-hmm. most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. time most of so time. you know, not in the order, kind of. <laughs> so having having a model after a boss battle to me is is fun. Okay. Um, it's very very satisfying because. The way the game works it's a crafting system. You you hunt monsters, you kill the monsters or you catch the monsters and then you get pieces from the monsters and then you're crafting new weapons and armor from the monsters. People have mentioned that it seems kind of brutal how you kill a monster and then you literally skin it Talk right about on me? the map. You're, you're talking, talking about me you. After, yeah. And you skin the monster and then you create yourself more powerful armor to fight the next group. Of I don't monsters. want to kill
0: them. It makes me sad. They're really really evil. I'll what about the planet ears?
2: The The plant eaters, you just kill for meat. Do you eat cows?
0: Uh, No, I'm more... Yeah, yeah, I I do. I know, I know you do. When I played the other Monster Hunters (laughs) in the past, I used to pretend that... uh, I was like, oh, they're going into the village and and stealing all the babies, so I'm doing my best to save the world. (laughs) Uh, So, one one of the most
2: intriguing parts of Monster Hunter, to me, is the weapons I have in the
0: game. Yeah, they're very cool. They're
2: very, very cool. And over Um, the top. Very, very over the top. Very kind of like... Just huge exaggerated weapons, um, like the classic ones, the switch axe, which is basically (laughs) an axe that has a cannon in it, and you would, you know, latch it onto the monster, and then once it's charged, you unload the cannon from the axe into the monster. And then there's also a gun lance, which is a lance, and you have a big shield, and it kind of behaves the same way, um, where you just kind of shoot the lance. And the weapons themselves... Each weapon plays almost like a different class in a normal yeah. video game would. You know, if you're rocking a great sword and the hammer, they're both kind of the slow, heavy-hitter weapons. But they both bring very, very different things yeah. to the battlefield. And one thing that you're trying to do, since you are trying to get different parts of the monsters, you're frequently you know, breaking their horns, cutting off their tails, really brutalizing them and getting the pieces from them. And the different weapons help you in different regards. Mm-hmm. So if you're after a horn piece of a monster, you get a hammer, you break its horn, you have a higher chance of getting right. that rare crafting material from him. What this monster hunter game has added that the other ones didn't have is that this one, like you got to mention Shadow of the Colossus, is it mm-hmm. now it does have a full-on mounting system where you literally can leap on top oh, of the yeah? monsters. Yeah. Okay. And they flail around, you hold on, you, they stop, and then you just attack them cool. until eventually they will tumble over, allowing you and your teammates to, you know, hack the monster up while it's on the ground. Um, typically a monster, a hunt can take anywhere between 10 minutes to kind of 20 minutes. Right. So... And you can get enough pieces, usually from one or two hunts, to get a new piece of armor, to get a new piece of gear. Sometimes there's that one elusive piece that you need to kind of go on a couple of hunts for. Yeah. Um, But overall, I, I found the pacing on Monster Hunter 4 so much better than Monster Hunter 3. Monster Hunter Three I've played. I found it really, really slow and mm-hmm. hard to get into. I've played yeah, some and, and I
3: found that too, and that's why I stopped playing. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: And honestly, because that's the only one that I played, and when I a bunch of friends were getting Monster Hunter 4, and at first I was skeptical because I liked three, but I found it slow. and I saw like the fun end game that was there, but I'm like, I don't know if I could get there because just the way the game was set up, but the pacing in it is extremely improved for Monster Hunter three. And if anyone was thinking that's why they was holding them back, get it because it's it's much improved on in that regards. And the other reason that sold it for me is that this game is relatively cheap, How it's much? only forty dollars.
0: That's pretty standard for a three DS
2: game. Well, right? like? Well, it came out the same day as Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was like ten dollars more. Oh was it? really? Yeah. There's forty nine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so um, Monster Hunter for for those reasons is very cheap. And I would like Seiji to try to pronounce <laughs> this for me. Monsuta Hunter. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty pretty, pretty standard <laughs> in, in both languages. So that's pretty much what I have for Monster Hunter. Cool. I, I, yeah, there's two new weapons added to the game. I kind of forgot to mention them. One's called, called the Charge Blade and one's the Insect Glaive. Ooh. They both add very fun elements to the game. The Insect Glaive really plays up on the mounting because you can actually launch yourself into the air, get on the backs of the monster okay. a lot easier. The, the Charge Blade is, is one hell of a you know, technological advancement. It's, it, you basically, it's a sword and shield. Okay, I like and that. And how it works is you have a combo, and you combine them into a big axe. Oh, so you neat. basically, you're, you're quick and mobile with the sword and shield, and when you want, you have a big axe. So you cool. have best of both worlds with with the charge Blade, which is a very fun weapon. Cool. So I would really recommend, especially anyone who's played Monster Hunter 3, thought the pacing was a little slow, 4 has improved upon 3 in, in the best of ways. I gotta
0: say, I'm a bit tempted. It sounds tempting.
1: No. Did you mention well in in the office, like uh, well near our, our area, yeah. everybody's playing it. Yeah, like, it's a big CG. group of people at work. Yeah. So what's up with that? So how <laughs> oh. how does that add to the Yeah, well a big a big part of it is going is it on different?
2: multiplayers. It it, they don't scale the difficulty to the amount of hunters that they have, which to me needs to be reworked, because mm. sometimes if you're on a hunt with three monsters, with three of you, and you're up against something that you're all well geared for, it dies very quickly. Okay. But it has a great multiplayer. You can only play with up to four hunters, so you can never be, you can't throw tens, twelves hunters at a monster. It's yes. max four. Um, one thing that you get as well is little cat friends that you can carry around, stuff <laughs> oh, like that. and you can dress them up like Nintendo you, characters. Yeah, you, there's a. I heard
3: you can make like a little cat village or something. You
2: do have a cat village. Oh, that's cool. Someone at work has about fifty cats in his cat village. I want to play this. Yeah, man. so okay.
0: Derek. <laughs> it's also really worth mentioning uh, that this is this is an appealing uh, reason for me to consider it is that the other ones, the handheld versions at least, were not are ad hoc multiplayer only. Now you actually have the online option. Yes.
2: O- online, yeah. local, and they, they work really well. I, I've had a few disconnects from online, but... It's a point his favor. End. Yeah.
3: So a co-worker, James, has been recommending this I, game to I me as well. I play with them
2: at lunch every day.
3: And this is a guy who said he wanted to get into Bayonetta and ended up <laughs> not really liking it. And I had told him... That I thought Bayonetta was the best action game ever made. It's one of the best for sure. And he's recommending this to me now and saying, it's, this is the best action so game there's ever made. And you that's like, I don't want to play this because <laughs> and, of, uh, and, James. And I'm tempted. It's,
0: it seems really fun. If I didn't have such a back, big backlog, I would, I would probably pick it up. Let's, uh, it, up anyway. <laughs> it sounds interesting. We'll follow up, follow up next week. Who wants to go next for their game? Who's, uh, you're okay. saving yourself for last, aren't you? Because you have a weird title. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sage goes last. You next. Okay, I'll go. What do you got? I'm excited. So, so this is a little predictable for for me.
3: You you guys know the the genre I like the most, but this is, this is an exciting one for me because it's not available here. And did I guess it? Oh, did, now I know what it is. You, you didn't guess it. Oh, uh, so... Uh, yeah, it's fatal. Okay. It's Fatal Frame. It's fatal. Fatal Frame. Project Zero. We Nice. Now this game was released in 2012, and it's a remake of Fatal Frame Two. Uh, Crimson Butterfly, and I think in Japan this is called Deep Crimson Butterfly. Mm. It's a remake. So it's a throwback to early survival horror games that have very constricting gameplay. It's a beautiful, rich survival horror experience where you're fighting ghosts and co- basically collecting them, so there's a, there's a certain fun aspect to it as well.
1: You we imported this.
3: I did. So this is only available in Japan and Europe. Right. And Yep. yep. It's not available here, which is a shame, because it's, in my opinion, one of the best two survival horror games for the Wii, although there aren't that many survival horror games for the Wii, so it's not saying (laughs) a whole lot, but they are great games. And the other one, which I consider probably the best, was only released in Japan, Fatal Frame 4.
0: Uh, that's okay. Right, right, right. That's what I thought. Your brain actually, when you said, when you said, not from here. I was, I was You tricked
3: cons- me. I was considering bringing that one, but I figured I'd bring one that was actually. I didn't know about this one. That that's actually, really cool. That was actually English. Now this one, you can actually. It does have the European Club Nintendo
1: thing, which nice. actually has a
0: little thing you have to scratch to get the code, <laughs> which I like.
1: Club Nintendo is so much nicer elsewhere.
0: I always. You're at a disadvantage though because it's not going to be easy for yeah, anyone to get that's this what game. I'm because I would play this game. I would go buy this game now. Well. Obviously I would let someone borrow it if oh, they were yeah.
3: interested. It's true. But the game, goal is to get someone to take the game home. But with you them. can't play that on a standard week, can you? You can't. You but you just need the the homebrew channel. Okay. Yeah, which isn't which isn't difficult at all. Once you have that, you can just launch it from that. It's a very cool cover too. It's a great game. One of my favorite things about Fatal Frame is the series in general is it stays true to its roots. R- right up until now and it looks to be the same with Fatal Frame 5, it's pretty well the same game as Fatal Frame 1. It hasn't necessarily evolved. They've made tweaks here and there and and refined it. But compared to other games, like other survival horror games, like Resident Evil and Silent Hill, they've tried to become other games. They've tried to become action games and cater to fans that aren't aren't fans of that genre. And this series has just always stayed true to it, and this is one of the best examples of, of just... Just give the fans what, what they want and why give the fans the same game that they came to the series for. You know what I mean? But
0: that's that goes in the face of innovating and changing things up, too. Because you I'm, get people who get the reverse. Is yeah. this
1: the latest game in this franchise?
0: No. Fatal Frame 5 is the latest one. Okay, That's out in Japan.
3: That's Wii U. Okay,
1: How okay so both the the latest and the previous, which is this one, weren't were released in America.
3: The, the latest... No. The, but, the, the last three... The two for the Wii and Fatal Frame Five weren't released over here. So why is that? I don't know. There's is, there's I don't know there's, there's camp, campaigns online like Operation Zero trying to get them over here, and it it's crazy to me. It's such a it's such a quality series in it. Yeah. it really bothers very me. Very cool. Yeah.
2: I would have no idea it's a Fatal Frame game though, because
1: it doesn't say Fatal. Frame. Where
3: the camera also. at? This right. Is,
1: this is published by Nintendo, right?
3: hmm I, I think know. this this is the second game, I believe. That Nintendo published after they bought the rights to to Fatal Frame, so they own the series now. Hmm. So it is called uh, Project Zero in Japan. Cool. That is very that is very cool. Yeah, it, it's one of the one of my favorite Wii games, and it's really a shame it never came here. But I'm I'm not saying that it needs to stay or, or that I like a, a series staying staying stale or right. or not not evolving. But come to the dance with the partner you you <laughs> you arrived with, or dance with the partner you arrived with, right? Sure. Yeah. You don't don't try and be a don't try and be something. <laughs> don't iconic. ditch your date and find someone. Exactly, okay. and that's what that's what Silent Hill and Resident Evil did as they evolved. He's hurt. He's hurt. So, anyways,
0: great game. You guys. Should, All right. You guys should check it out. Next up is Drill Dozer for the Game Boy Advance. All right. So Drill Dozer is for the Game Boy Advance, done by a company you guys might have heard of. It's developed by a game a company called Game Freak. Uh, they're mm-hmm. most known for Harmonite, Click Medic, Mendel Palace, Smart Ball, and some unknown series of games called Poke... Poke PokeMans? Uh, po- something like that. Pokemon. I think, I think it's Pokemans. Uh, so the basic, so the basic plot of Drill Dozers you play as Jill, who is hunting after a stolen red diamond that was given to her by her mama. She and her team use the mobile <laughs> suit Drill Dozer to hunt after the rival gang, the Skulkers, Hijinks and Sue. The game came out in Japan in 2005 and February of 2006. This came out right around the end of the Game Boy Advance life cycle, and I feel like it was overlooked because of that. Also, it includes a rumble pack. So, the game is really unique for a variety of reasons, but it's an action platformer. There's 17 stages. Uh, Each stage has hidden items, collectibles, loads of enemies, and fun puzzles. You can also upgrade your character. Now, the standard controls apply for movement. You use your left and right triggers of the Game Boy uh, to drill. So, your character is in a mech, and She's equipped with a drill and holding left, I think, reverses the drill, and right spins the drill in clockwise direction. You use this to kill your enemies. You use it to go through like paths that are, are shaped like a screw. So you would like, you would have to move through it by by drilling in the right direction, and then sometimes you need to jump back. So you'll switch, you'll switch it. And they use color coding, red red and blue, throughout the game, to for the for the backwards and forward spinning. You also use the drill to like. You'll go into like a, a, this jelly surface of a platform and then you revert, you, you, you screw it forward and then you reverse it to jump back. And there's a lot of different puzzles where you have to reverse the direction you're screwing and, and, uh, move forward with, through that. It's really, feels really good. You upgrade throughout each stage. So at, at the beginning of each stage, you're at gear one and by the end of the stage, you're at gear three. Okay, so there was a little bit of a recording issue during the Drill Dozer segment. Basically, the information regarding the art and music was cut out. So we're just going to... I'm going to quickly fill in and, and fix that, and Megan will actually be the person I'm talking to, so I'm not talking to an empty room. Yes. So Drill Dozer is a really cool-looking game. It, it's what I would describe as like a pixel-perfect type of game where it's it's all sprite-based work, which, okay. it, which was really common during that time when it was like 2006. But it, it's kind of like Metal Slug and... Those games that just are like just crafted with pixels and it looks great. Like if you like look at the the box, it looks awesome. And the art style itself. This is the main character here. He's looking at the manual, and she's kind of ugly, but also kind of oh, cute okay. at the same time. Oh, sorry, she cute. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's both cute and kind of ugly. They're all weird. It's just a really weird style that that I, I would have a hard time describing. So I, I would recommend looking it up, or or I'll send I'll put a link too. And and you can also you'll notice something different about this is not only does from this is to show the time frame it came from not only is there a manual but look at the manual look at the look they actually have graphic design they there's care put into the manual there's artwork spread out throughout the manual <laughs> Very nice. it's it's a thing that I miss even yeah. now I I just recently got Dragon Ball Xenoverse and when I popped it open there was an insert. And it fell on the floor.
2: Well, we've gotten some before where there's not even that.
0: Yeah. Open the case. It's so disappointing to open a case and there's nothing. I wanted to read the story from the manual. When we were recording the episode the other day, Marshall wanted me to read from it because it's it's entertaining. But this is the story. Jill may look like an average schoolgirl, but she just happens to be the daughter of the big boss of the Red Dosers, a friendly gang of thieves. Kind of like a, a Robin Hood thing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Growing up with the Red Dozers meant learning skills other kids never pick up. When she was just a toddler, she was already stomping around in a powerful drill dozer robot. The thieving life was good until the evil Skulker gang Stug ambushed her dad and even pilfered with her precious red diamond.
3: Oh
0: no. While while the big boss recuperates, it's up to Jill to lead the Red Dozers, demolish the Skulkers with her drill dozer, and get her red diamond back. So it sounds exciting, doesn't it? Super exciting because it is exciting because the game is awesome, and I think that people should play it. And another thing is the music is great. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon series has awesome music. Harmonite had yeah. good music, and, and you know oh, the good game
2: music is um, Yeah, it's just, exactly. It's nice to have. It's it is nice stuff. to have.
0: Game Freak makes good music, and the music is like upbeat and kind of like exciting. And there's certain points where, where you, when you get the sort of stage music. But when you get your last drill, because there's three stages mm-hmm. of your drill, when you get the last piece, the music changes and it's like super intense and stuff. It's it's awesome. awesome. So this is kind of weird the way that this happened. This kind of insert into the episode, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll go back to the episode that wasn't cut up and weird from the recording issues. So this will be kind of <laughs> kind of jarring, but I I just want people to know that the art style of the game is amazing, and the music is really good, and the gameplay is great. The boss fights are epic. Everything about this game is amazing. And now we will awkwardly transition back to the original recording. Thank you for filling in, Megan. Yeah. Uh, the the gameplay is tight. It's fun. It's just a really good game. It was, it's a crime. It's, it's a crime that this game was overlooked. But yeah, it's a, it's a game freak game. It's a platformer. It's very retro and it's just a blast to play. And I, I strongly recommend everybody check it out, especially if you like Pokemon. You're going to find something to like about this game. In the manual here, we have two tips from Jill. (laughs) What are the tips? (laughs) Or actually
3: one just prediction. You'll love the rumble feature, she says. You will. It's great. Another... Tip, she says, be careful. If you erase save data, it's gone
0: forever. Don't erase your save data. It's not good. Or just know that it's gone forever if you plan to. Yeah, if you want to erase save data, I'm not going to stop you, but just be aware that you don't get it back. Unless you save states, if you were to you play it in an unofficial means. Oh. So, however you play this game, I own the physical copy, but, you know, just play it. R- Rumble feature is nice. This looks fun. It, it does, is fun. It actually does look really fun. It we're is really great. Video,
2: and it looks like a good little, kind of,
0: it's it's it, a blast. Yeah, a blast. yeah,
2: it's a good side scroller.
0: Yeah, so that's my recommendation. Seiji, you've you've kept us in suspense the, the whole week. He said he gave us one hint. It's a sports title,
1: which threw us all off. Oh, yeah,
0: who likes sports games unless you're like, there's a,
1: a, bro. a, there's a big stigma. Yeah, around Is it, unless it's a Mario game,
0: sports game, right? in which case then it's just a Mario
1: game. Mm-hmm. So you guys never like liked uh, uh, an actual sports game
0: when I was young. NES like Blades of Steel, uh, mm-hmm. they're 2D games and they didn't feel like sports simulators, which is what most sports games are. Exceptions mm. being like NBA Jam. Just the arcade ones are okay, but so games sports based, sports simulation but not, simulators, but not like yeah. What about you left? You have um, them? I
2: played like some NHL games, mostly like I think NHL '96 I have for mm-hmm. my Super that I played a lot of. I've tried the newer ones, but they're so too much like hockey that I, I can't even compete so I don't play them anymore, but I'm familiar with some of the hockey yeah. games. Mm-hmm.
3: The what close, do you closest thing I've been into like a sports game is, is just one of the UFC games I enjoyed a lot. Right. And, and that's
0: arguably not. It's, it's a fighting game. Well, it's still a sports game. Yeah. You're sport. right. You're right.
3: Sports... You can count golf games
0: too. Golf games is a sport game, right? Yeah, it's a sport. Uh, I like I, Mario Golf. Well, I enjoyed Mario Golf. We can't the Mario. I like, yeah, I you can't Mario, Mario Tennis. I love Mario yeah. Golf. I love all those games. Yeah, they don't count. Mario Tennis for for 3DS I quite enjoyed. I gave Marshall a copy of Tiger Woods 99 but he didn't even keep it. That's the kind of guy he is. I was that that's the one that falls in line with
3: our uh full damage. I was insulted Getting Full
0: damage photographer. What do you got? I can't take the suspense. What did you bring? Do you guys know a uh, good oh, channel
1: called the Gaming Historian? I do know the Gaming Historian. Great channel. It is a good channel. I recommend it. So he recently uh, started a new series of videos called Games You Must Play. Okay. I think. So he was talking about a game, sports game, which is not the sports game that I okay. am recommending, but it reminded me of that game. It's called Tecmo Super Bowl. It's a, it's an American football game for the NES. Okay, Super, I, played, so I played it. Super uh, Bowl, bowl, Te- Tecmo Super, Super, Super bowl. bowl, Super Bowl. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So this game apparently has a huge cult following, and people like keep updating the game with actual rosters and stuff like that. Oh wow, wow. that's really and, cool. And they 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 help their like tournaments and stuff like that. There's right? a charm to so, this. So I was watching the video, and yeah. I was watching um. Uh, I played it when I was a kid and I liked it. I was I was uh, watching the gameplay footage and it reminded it reminded me of an of another game that I, I actually wanted to, to talk about. And because it's using the same engine, which is kind of like uh, so you see the whole field with little tiny tiny like players, and then you kind of like, keep moving them around and play the sport. And then there are like cutscenes with like which actually take the whole screen, sort of like the Ninja Gaiden cutscenes, where like. They oh, move like really yeah. Sharp like... Okay, so, so something like that. Okay. So the game I want to talk about is called... Well, there are two games, <laughs> but it's the same game. Okay. It's a Tecmo, Tecmo Cup soccer game, right? So it's a soccer game. Or foot, or it's a football game. Right. And some people call it soccer, some people call it uh, football. It's good to
0: differentiate. <laughs> so
1: what is interesting about this game is that it got released first in Japan in 1988 as Captain Tsubasa.
0: Captain Tsubasa. Now,
1: Captain Tsubasa is a, is a really good... Well, it was very popular in Mexico, so... But they never released that game for the NES in North America. So they they did something similar to Dragon Power. <laughs> right, right, right. So the actual game looks really anime. Is it right? based like on that. anime? Yes, based okay. on anime. The anime is called Captain Toys. It's, okay. a, it's, it's a football anime. Right, right. Um, and then they rebranded it with some really American 80s art style.
0: <sighs> All right, I got to see. You got to see it. So
1: the original one is looks... Like that, like really oh, Japanese. Oh, uh, yeah. Curtain-based. <laughs> that seems about right. And then the actual cover here in America. Oh, like my that. God. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so what's interesting about this game is that it doesn't really play like an actual sports game, right? So it's but fun. It, it's really interesting. <laughs> you you can you can move your your guy around. Yeah. But once it, it, it gets near the opponents, you enter like in sort of a, like... Uh, like so a turn-based is. RPG. Okay. Right. I was. I got distracted by that. I, is this <laughs> it? No, I don't think this, this is, it. is it. Anyway, it's that, and that looks really cool. The game I want to recommend is the actual Captain Tsubasa game. But if you don't have it, <laughs> right, right, because it, it, you don't have access to a Famicom or a, a Retron 5. Five, yeah, you can get Tecmo Tecmo Cup a Soccer game. Okay. Do you guys want to want to see some some gameplay? Yes. Switch? Even though it means getting up again. Alright, so
0: we just watched gameplay. Yeah. It looks awesome. (laughs) I I love it. It It's it's
1: like a tactics soccer game. (laughs) It's unbelievable. It appeals
3: to me based on why I like Fire Emblem. Uh
1: huh. So it's like RPG and sports. And And the anime look is great. So there are, uh, there's a sequel, which, uh, it's only, it's Japan only. It's Captain Suhasa 2. New kickoff? Yeah, and then Hmm. there are. In the Super Famicom, there are three, four, five, six 4, and J. Oh, right? J. And one of them came to America as uh, Super Tecmo or something. Cool.
0: That's uh, That so looks really we, interesting and unique. I like it. It looks fun. Yeah,
1: so the first one is is, is very random entry, but the, the sequels are a bit better. The one in Super Famicom it's good. No, no, is there, good.
3: Now, is there an indication of what happens, like a chance to do this? Or like, like when I, I compare it to Fire Emblem, where if I'm going to battle this enemy... I run into this enemy. I'm going to battle them. I have a 90% chance to mm-hmm. hit. I have a 100% chance of whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, um, every character has like a stats, mm-hmm. right? And you can actually see the stats of the opponent. So if you if your stats are better, your chances are better. Then you're gonna get a dribble. Mm-hmm. Or if you you think that your chances to get a dribble are low, then you pass. Right. Right. Cool. Cool. And nice. the same with like the main character of of uh, the game, which is Captain Tsubasa. He has like a real, He has like special powers, right? So he can do like fancy shots.
0: Here's your, here's your, where your disadvantage comes from, right here, because you didn't bring that game. I can't take it from you. I, you might have actually had me convinced to borrow, but in your favor, I might actually look. We for this might be fighting over it right now. I might, I, I might I look play for this. all of
1: them uh, on an emulator, and and I love them all.
0: I will look for a yeah, physical version, probably.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been watching it
2: here, and I'm enthralled. It's it's great looking, and I've been watching the English one, but you can see that they have stats. I think it's dribble, yeah. and they have guts, which is like energy by the looks of it, pass and shoot. Um, it looks great. It looks a lot of fun. It looks kind of hol- hilarious, too. The so. English one looks terrible. Yeah, guess. it really does. It really does. I'm going to look for both of them. They though. still have the the same announcer, yeah. at least. The cool. same
0: engine It's really great. I yeah. recommend it. Yeah. So the... that's why you should play it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's four. So the four games were uh, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, Ultimate, Fatal Frame, Project Zero Two Wii Edition, Drill Dozer, and uh, whatever game Seiji recommended. Captain... That he didn't bring. Captain Subasa. Subas. Captain Tsuba tu- tu-
1: tu- tu- Suhba- Boss. Tsubasa. Tu- <laughs> <laughs> Captain Tsubasa yeah. Or Tecmo Cup Soccer
0: Game. It looks great. Uh, so let's bring us to a close, guys. Uh, thank you, fan, for listening. Uh, please, to all the fans. To, <laughs> thank you to all the fans who are listening. Bonusbarrel.com is the easiest way to get to our site, but I, I want to hear your opinions. If anybody out there listening is going to try these game out, please let us know because we, we got to get a winner, right? You know, We'll yeah. give you a shout-out on the show because for all the ten people who listen, they'll be like, oh, that guy, he's great. Um, so Twitter.com slash Bonusbarrel or Facebook.com slash iTunes. We be on iTunes. We're everywhere. Bonus barrels everywhere except YouTube. If you enjoyed the episode, like it, share it to your friends. Uh, Got anything else to say, Seiji? No. Alright, guys. Well, peace. Have a good one.
2: Later.